All right. So uh, welcome to the first bonus episode of season one. We're going to be talking about basic combat training. And uh, currently, basic combat training is, is four phases. There's a, a yellow phase, which is encompasses all things future soldier if you're active duty, and it encompasses all things RSP if you're in the Army National Guard. And uh, it covers a lot of the resiliency topics and pretty much everything all the way up to the last day that you come out of the reception center. And then that starts red phase for you, and that's usually at your training unit. And red phase can last anywhere between uh, two weeks and four weeks. And that's really the basics of the whole Army boot camp experience. It's pretty intense. It is. It's, uh, and it's meant to be. Like, it's meant to break you down and try to build you back up and create this base soldier that really understands everything about Army, right? And that's where they talk about the shark attack as well. Yep. Do you want to explain that real quick? Yeah. So the, the shark attack is kind of like you see in the movies. And um, so basically what happens is you, you step off the bus after you leave the reception center and you are flooded uh, with all of the drill sergeants uh, who belong to the training unit that you're going to, and they are they are screaming orders at you. Uh, you know their drill sergeant brim hats are poking you in the nose, and they're telling you to grab your stuff, go here, stand at attention, get down, do push-ups, run, walk, bear crawl, and everybody's saying something completely different. So it's meant to confuse you and it's meant to disrupt you. But during this whole process, what they've instituted now is this whole the first hundred yards, and while this chaos is going on. They're also singularly taking you and they're forming you into a team and they're giving you a task. You know, they're telling you like, hey, we need you to take these four hundred pound water cans and march them up to this hill, put them on a pallet. You know, they're giving you very detailed instructions and you have to work as a team. And then the the soldiers, the new soldiers that don't work as a team, those are the ones that they kind of shark attack and they really they focus on. And it it's again, it's a meant to confuse you in the midst of all of this confusing drama, can you follow simple, simple instructions, right? And it doesn't last all day either. I remember when I went through it, it was like maybe a half hour of mass confusion, running around, getting yelled at. And then when it finally ended, they kind of helped you collect your things and, and march you forward. So it's not something that lasts all day. Yep, a- absolutely. And I think that would probably be a pretty draining experience if it was an eight hour experience, yeah, you know. definitely. Um, but that, you know, that's really like the beginning of, of red phase in the shark attack. And then you're going to transition out of that to white phase. That was probably my favorite phase. You know, uh, I really, I don't like shooting. No, I've never. Yeah. Like everyone's like, Oh, shooting guns, ammo, blah. Like, and I'm like, Oh man, this is boring. Aww, this is so boring. I enjoyed it. Um, but white phase is, um, is just basically you're marching back and forth to the range and you're learning all the fundamentals of, uh, of, of firing the weapon. And uh, it's done once everybody qualifies. And uh, I think at the end of at the end of uh, white phase, they also do the thing they call Nick at Night, um, which is kind of the the transitional period, um, you know, where they're all doing low crawling through the sand and they got live weapons shooting over their heads. So um, it's all things weapons in white phase. And then when you enter blue phase, it's kind of the polishing phase. You know, that's. Uh, you get to dress uniforms and all that. Yep, absolutely. How to wear the uniform correctly. Um, if you have things to polish, how do you polish those? Um, and it's a lot of like uh, mind intensive stuff versus the physically intensive stuff in the beginning. And then once you make it to the end of blue phase, you graduate, right? So this uh, this episode that we're doing is all about combating the fears that people may have about basic training and kind of capturing the mindset behind the whole experience. So we have 10 people that just got or just returned back from basic training probably within the past month or two that we're talking to today. We have um, Private Yingling, Private Rodriguez, Private Castorone, 
Private Hatley, Private Patterson, Private Vanderveen, Private Ellis, Private Kingen, Private Oliver, and Private Snyder, who are here with us today. Welcome to the show, everybody. Hollywood does a great job of like negatively sensationalizing basic combat training, right? Uh, so you watch the movies, um, you, horror stories, because everybody that goes through basic training, it's the worst thing ever, right? So what was your biggest misconception about basic combat training? My biggest mis- misconception about basic training was definitely that it'd be scary when you got there. Um, I've been told by multiple people that fear would play a big part in your experience in basic training, and that's not true. You eventually just learn to live in that type of lifestyle and enjoy that lifestyle. I was always assumed that day one, everything was going to be like just uh, like like attention or like everything, everyone's going to yell at you and you got to be absolutely ready. There's no second, no moment for you to chill. Uh, there was a few moments where, yeah, the, most times you're able just to sit down, talk to your neighbors, you relax, um, think about what's going to happen next. But Okay. I thought it was going to be a lot harder. I thought the drill sergeants were going to be on us a lot more than they were. Obviously, in red phase, they were, you know, making sure we were being what we were supposed to be doing and all that. But eventually, they go into that mentor phase. And then unless you're actively doing something wrong repeatedly, they tend to leave you alone. And they tend to go into more of that teaching role, which is very constructive and it helps a lot. So for me, growing up, I watched a lot of the Vietnam War movies, you know, um, Forrest Gump and Full Metal Jacket. So that's what I was expecting. I was expecting to go in there. I was expecting to get thrown around, you know, maybe not not hit or punched, but I was definitely expecting, you know, a little bit of in my face right there intimidation. Uh, and that's really not what happened at all. Um, you know, when I got there, it was, it was a lot different. So that was probably the biggest one. So disappointed or? Oh. Uh- relief (laughs) (laughs) you know that's that's a good question kind of a little bit of both it was relieving because I was like man I really don't want to really don't want to have my first day you know having a couple of bruises but it was also kind of a you know not disappointed but more of a um I'm trying to find the word but just not what I was expecting It, it was a good relief but at the same time I wanted more I wanted more excitement my biggest misconception would probably be the PT I thought they were just going to go, like, right into it. Like, like it was kind of bad, but it's not too bad like they make it seem. You watch all the movies, and you think it's going to be super hard, but it's nothing. It's easy. It's easier than a drill. I mean, it's more just tedious because it's just get up, get down, get up, get down for about an hour, and then you're done. <laughs> <laughs> That's about an honest answer. <laughs> yeah, that was totally honest answer. So were you, like, an athlete in high school? No, not at all. Not at all? So as far as physical sports, before you got to basic, you hadn't played a lot, right? Nothing. And it was easy for you. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody hearing this, <laughs> right? I I thought ba- basic training was going to be a lot harder than it was. Um, it was, I got in a lot better physical shape, but I thought it was going to be like the movies where they made me do, you know, a hundred pushups, but it didn't end up being like that. So I really enjoyed it. Um, so I remember going to reception, getting through reception, and uh, 
my initial thoughts of that place. Um, even 20 years ago, it's still plain as day in my mind. I'm curious what your thoughts were about reception and the first first step you took off the plane when you got to your location. When I got to reception, it was definitely, okay, I got to learn the basics. I got to figure this out. Definitely a lot of just figuring everything out, figuring out who's who and all that. I was mostly worried about what was going to happen with the drill sergeants, but I was remembering what reception was like. And my dad was previously in the army as well. So he told me that reception was going to take a couple of days. And I just kept that mentality in my head. It was like a couple of days. Mine wasn't a couple of days. So it was like 10 days long. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just kept on going. I just kept holding it. There was a few days where we literally just didn't do anything. We just marked back and forth from the barracks to the reception building. And we just sat down. Uh, reception the first time, um, you know, being up like all night, you know, and all that, just doing all the, uh, and processing the initial and processing. Uh, I knew that, you know, in the army sleep is sometimes put, you know, secondary tertiary, but it was really just a, a shock to me. Cause I'm used to when I'm get tired, I, I just can go to sleep. You know, I can do all these things when I want to, but then I, when I got there, I was told what to do, and I couldn't just do what I wanted to do. I regretted it. <laughs> instant. It was instant regret. I was like, it's humid. It sucks. I don't like Oklahoma. And it just wasn't fun. But I was like, it's just going to get better. I'm what? only I'm only here for 10 weeks. Reception was awful. That's the worst part about basic list reception. <laughs> I agree. Because <laughs> you're just stuck in a room, and like you can't do anything. Yep. And you're just getting shots all day. It was terrible. <laughs> Reception is definitely the hardest part. Uh, as soon as you get there, you it's not as bad, but as soon as you get there, you got to, well, at least where I went with Fort Jackson, we had to get off the bus, get in a line, separate us, male and female, food, future soldier program and not. And then after that, we went into a room, um, did some paperwork, and we got a video to eat and replace everything that we took. I had like 10 seconds to eat. <laughs> I had like three sugar cookies. <laughs> it, it wasn't that good, but it, it was fun. I had one of my friends there. It wasn't too bad, and we got through it. Uh, the hardest part of reception is definitely when you have to stand outside and just wait for instructions in that blazing heat. Ooh, <laughs> I really missed my family, and as soon as I got out those doors, I was like, oh, it's hot out here. <laughs> But mainly, I, I missed my family. After after the first day in reception, you realize it's really not as bad as it, you kind of think. I mean, as long as you just do what you're told, you don't really get punished. And especially in reception, you don't get punished. Once you get to basic, it's a little different. I thought that's how all basic training was going to be. <laughs> I thought it was going to be boring like that. But yeah, that's I didn't really have a lot of thoughts. I was just like, I was just trying to get that over with reception, yeah. What about when you first got off the plane? What do you think? I was nervous. Yeah. Yeah, when I when I first got off the plane, I was nervous because I didn't know where to go. And I was like, what if I do this wrong? What if I do that wrong? And then I was just nervous. Overthinking it, I think, probably was probably. like the biggest thing. So we all do. Yeah. I <clears throat> I was a little worried because, again, I still didn't know if the drill sergeant was going to be like the movies where they're just sitting there screaming at you. Right. And so it, it was... It was a it was a really new experience. I haven't been a, anywhere out of Idaho. Well, I mean I have, but not down south. And so it was really cool to be in the new area. Um, and then a little stressful because I had never left my family for that long.
Okay, depending on which basic training site you go to, you know, your reception period is either three days or seven days, but everybody agrees that reception is, is, is horrible. It's long. You don't get a lot of things accomplished. So I remember the elation I had when you finally step off the bus and you are at your training unit, right? So what are your thoughts right after you got to your training unit? Definitely first finding out who's who, uh, learning who are, who's my platoon, who's my family. Um, these people grow to be your family and you find out who's who and you definitely grow deep connections with them quickly. My first thought was that it was going to be hell because when we first got off the bus, they were just screaming at us, like making us carry all of our bags and everything. And then they smoked us a little bit at first, and I just thought that's how the whole basic training was going to be like, and I was just going to be tired all the time. I mean, immediately, we're already off the bus. We had like three bags, um, one in your back, you had two on your shoulders, and you got to run out there. They said, put your bags down on the side, and they're already telling us missions. Like they said, all right, we got to get this water to the other side right here, but we're doing it with um, this equipment. You have this tiny cup. We can do multiple trips where you get this one bigger cup. So... I was Alpha Company 148. Uh, it was an infantry battalion. And I remember getting off the bus. Drills are doing their thing, you know, a little bit of a shark attack. Um, you know, they're saying, you go here, you go here. And I'm fortunate I did drill uh, here with the guard beforehand. I got to my spot, dropped my bags, went to position of attention. And uh, I still remember just standing there going, so what's going to happen next? And a drill sergeant walked up, and they looked at me, and, and – just kind of looked at my, my boots, looked at my hands, looked at, you know, how I was facing, and then he just walked away. They didn't even say anything, and I was like... That's a win. Yeah, I was like, that's a win, but, you know, I was kind of like, okay, cool, so that's how this is going to go. <laughs> finally. I'm finally, like, out of reception. That week's over. I'm not there anymore. Like, now the fun begins, and, like, yeah, you actually get to face your drill sergeants, and that's definitely a mind changer. At first, they did the shark attack, where we were all on the... Um, the field lined up and the drill sergeants were just picking out little things screaming at people and i was really trying not to laugh because it was kind of funny um but i was super excited super excited to be there i was ready to learn to how it was to be a soldier pretty weird at first but once you got once i got to know everyone there it was it was cool i i actually liked it there yeah what did you like the most all the funny jokes that the rest of the people in the platoon the bay would make the drill sergeants were pretty funny every now and then they actually every now and then they'd be more personable yeah treat you more like a human when they're not teaching you stuff so you make like lifelong friends there oh yeah for sure I had so many fun challenges uh, when I went through boot camp 20 years ago. Um, I'm just curious, what was the most challenging part for you and why? Definitely reception. It's a lot of hurry up and wait, and you stand out in the sun a lot. It's not necessarily hard. It's just very tedious and very boring. The challenging part was to get my head out of the gutters. I knew that some of the stuff was going to be challenging, but I knew that I could probably do it. So I always had like the mentality like do not get stuck that you can't do it because you know you can finding motivation in like some of the monotonous weeks right uh white face can get very very monotonous you know just going to the range every single day doing the same same thing over and over again it can get very you know just monotonous but 
I found that the Bible studies and then the churches helped me break up the week a little bit more. So it wasn't just seven days, you know, doing this. It was, you know, oh, well, Sundays in three days. And then after Sunday, Tuesday, you know, it was the Bible study and all that. It helped me really break up the week and then break up the day by, you know, the meals and all that. You know, honestly, it was family, missing family, you know, and uh, it, it was kind of a, I, I'm glad to be out of the house, but at the same time, I'm, I really miss my family, you know, and um, it was also a little bit of the physical as well. When I, when I was talking to my recruiter, I was probably 201 pounds, five foot nine, and uh, to enlist, I dropped 20 pounds in about three weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of dieting and exercise. Yeah. But, um, so physically, I was not a super fit guy. And um, so with that and then the, the, you know, mental hardship of not being with family, that was probably the hardest part. Definitely being in like the right mind space the whole time. Like you just got to stay in that right mindset of just make it to the next day, just make it to the next day or like whatever works for you, like make it to the next meal, next phone call, next week. And that's just kind of how everybody rolled. Like small goals, small goals. And like they ended up being big goals in the end. I like that. The most challenging part was probably trying to get along with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And all the females in the Bay and just trying to be one big family, you know, because everybody was just tired and nobody wanted to listen to each other. And we just had to learn how to communicate and all. Yep. 60 new best friends overnight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. So basic combat training, you're getting smoked push-ups, doing stuff you've never done before, and the most challenging part was getting to know the people around you? Yes, it was. It's All more right. of a, it's, it's like they say, it's more of a mental game than anything. Okay. Definitely had to be the rucks. Yeah. I, I suck at rucks, apparently. <laughs> How many did you do? There was about four or five rucks. Okay. The anvil is just super hot outside, super yeah. dry for once. No, it was humid. And it, it just sucked. Constantly sweating all the time. Have heavy stuff. And, and the heat, man. Yeah. It, it sucked. There was a lot of heat cats. Probably the being away from my friends and family. I'm really big into that. So it was kind of hard to get used to the new people. But once I made friends, it was a lot easier. And then, yeah, you know, just missing my parents was a little hard at first. But it got a lot easier. So I knew that my entire outlook on basic combat training changed uh, the morning I woke up and I realized, like, this isn't a thing anymore. Like, I'm going to make it to the end. So at what point did you know you've got this? Uh, After the first practice ACFT, the Army's physical fitness test, I passed that and instantly I was like, okay, this will not be too bad. I can obviously do the fitness I need to pass basic training. So rest won't be too bad. Also, um, on shooting, shooting was a lot easier than I thought it'd be. It was a lot less scary and I really enjoyed it and passed a lot quicker. It was around the third FTX training we did. I was in the middle of my, um, the ruck march. And as soon as I just ignored the complete pain I was feeling in my legs, I was like, I totally got this in the bag. I mean, as soon as I get there, I get to stop. I get to eat, you know, all that food. I was mostly focused on the food. And I knew I got this because, you know, if I didn't, then I didn't, I guess. 
I would say it was the last day of my final FTX during AIT. Um, just waking up and going, oh, this is the last day, right? We're, you know, at 21, we're going to step off for our final 16 mile. I got this. It's just it's just another ruck. Um, and then if I, once I do that, I'm an infantryman. I've made it. And training's just over. So that was the motivation for me is just knowing, okay, I just got to walk 16 miles and I'm done. So probably around the end of week seven, um, you know, because I, I was on and off. It was like, yeah, I'm going to do great. And then something happened. I'm like, I am doing terrible. <laughs> and then something else would happen. I'm like, I'm doing great. And it was on and off. But finally, when I reached that permanent, this is almost over, I'm going to win, you know, um, was probably the end of week seven. I had just gotten uh, baptized at basic. And so spiritually, my spirits were high. Um, I've been talking to my parents. They were coming for graduation. My brother, he was active duty infantry. Uh, he was a veteran. Um, he was coming to my graduation. I hadn't seen him in like four years. And, and so everything was just looking up for me. And that was when I was like, you know what? This is it. I got this. I'm going to win. Honestly, probably like week two. I was like, this is, I got it. It's like, we got one more week of red phase and then we're on to like, we go to white phase. And then after white phase, it's only like three weeks. And then we go to blue phase and then sooner or later, like, boom, we're graduated. I'm out of here. Then in like big army. It was about two, three weeks in. One of my phone calls, I was calling my mom and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I went out and I put in a, a form to talk to talked to the chaplain and I never got to talk to him till four weeks later but my drill sergeant came up to me he talked to me and he was like so what's going on I told him I was struggling pretty bad having some major depression anxiety and a little bit of suicidal thoughts so I went down in the morning talked to all of them all of my drill sergeants we had a plan I went to Went to the TMC, TMC, the Met, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. We went. I went to TMC. I got checked out. Came back. I was RTD, returned to duty, and I, she was my drill sergeant. She was like, "Is this what you wanted?" I was like, "No." I was like, "Okay, we're you're gonna go back tomorrow." I was like, "Okay." I never went back, but instead, I changed my mind. I was like, I said to myself, "It's only going to get better." After after all this hard, our talk, hardship, whatever's going on, sure, it's going to suck. It might get worse, but it's going to get better in the end. It got better <laughs> by a line slide. So you're glad you stayed? Yes. It was probably when I was bay leader. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yes, because I was the first bay leader. And it was just like, it felt like since I was the first one, I didn't know what to do. And like all that pressure, I didn't even think about like the physical part of it. And then, like, it was more, like, mental, all the females, like, screaming at me and everything, you know, like, getting mad. And then once I was in Bay Leader, it was just, like, all that weight came off my chest, and I felt like everything else went so much smoother. Probably when we ended Red Face, so, you know, a couple weeks in, I, I realized that the drill sergeants weren't as mean as they it's, it seemed like, and it was all pretty simple stuff. As long as you had some common knowledge, you could get through basic pretty easily. And as long as you were able to learn you can make it. So I, I knew then that I was going to do it as long as I didn't get hurt, of course. So, okay. Do you have a lot of people that got hurt? Yeah. Oh yeah. At mine, there was, there was a lot of them, a lot of them. So was there 
a lot of people that got hurt or was there a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm Stubby hurt. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah. All righty. So intestinal fortitude, check. <laughs> got it. You know, there are drill sergeants around everywhere on a basic training complex. I'm just curious, what is the best piece of advice that you have received from your drill sergeant? To always look on the brighter side of things. Like you can see boot camp as a terrible place where you're just – you know, you wake up early, you do workouts, it's not fun, you just got to do that. But you also can see it as this place where you get to experience all these new things. Like, you get to shoot for the first time in your life, most likely. You definitely get to throw grenades, you get to do some cool stuff, you get to jump off of walls. It's a lot of fun. Um, my best piece of advice was, like, you can do everything that you're doing here. It's just your brain is telling you that you don't want to do it because it just you don't want to do it. Because normally at home, you don't do a lot of this stuff. So your brain just tells you you don't want to do it. But your body physically can do it. Um, it would be when I was doing a um, AGR Billy Group run. We, we were doing a – I was in A group and we were doing a pretty good pace, maybe seven to eight minutes pace just running. And then we started doing um, the Indian runs where, you know, the person in the back runs all the way up to the front. We started doing that. Um, and that was really challenging, you know, sprinting up front and then having to still keep that seven to min- eight minute pace. And then when we all got back, because we, um, we passed C and B group like there, and then like we beat them like twice, we lapped them. Um, it was the drill sergeant just giving us that motivational speech of, you know, talking about taking that inner weakness and shoving it away, getting rid of it. Because there's moments where he saw everyone wanting to quit, but no one did. No one fell out of the uh, A group on that run. You know, I kind of have two, but they go hand in hand. The first one was from Drill Sergeant Champagne. He was an old school infantry guy. I mean, this guy, 17 years in, um, had gone to, to Iraq, Afghanistan, Iran. He was everywhere. Djibouti. Um, and I remember he patched me and he shook my hand and he goes, Snyder, he goes, don't let anyone ever tell you that being smart is a weakness. And the reason he said that is because all throughout basic, it was always, gosh, dang it, Snyder. He goes, you're a freaking nerd. <laughs> Every day, there was something I said or did that made him call me a nerd. And then at the very end, he said, don't ever let someone tell you being smart is a weakness. It's not always about strength. And uh, to go hand in hand with that, he had always taught us, your mind can overcome anything. You know, mind over matter. You know, and uh, and I've seen it happen. I've seen it where, where people have, have just, even myself, you know, when I first started getting into fitness, I was doing planks, and I'm like, I can't hold this longer than, than two minutes, you know. And then recently, you know, I did another plank, and I was just like, you know what? No, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna drop. I'm just gonna hold it. And I kept telling myself that, and sure enough, I hit like 3:30. So, on graduation day, uh, it was my one of my favorite drill sergeants, uh, senior drill sergeant Jones, Bravo Company, Fort Sill. Um, he he told me I worked hard, like keep that up in my career and I'm gonna go far and that kind of stuck with me and he was the one that gave me the most motivation he was always there like cheering everybody up like it's not that bad you'll make it through my drill sergeant would always say good and he showed us a video it was from I think his name Jaco Williams something similar to that I think and all it is is when you're down in the dumps say good because it's only going to get better after all of that that's all he said good good, good, you know, you go up to him, like, I'm having a hard time, whatever, you know, he, he'll console you and everything, but first he'll say, good, no, what do you do, well, what did you learn, what are you going to do different? Don't be stupid. Good advice. About, that's about it. 
<laughs> to always look presentable, no matter what. Okay. That's like the first impression you give. All right. Graduation day. It is probably the single most important uh, day of basic combat training. So what was the feeling when you made it to graduation day? I'm finally done. Basic training is like you're working every day. You're making yourself better. You're doing things that you aren't doing a lot when you get home, but it's like a sign of relief. But now that you have all the stuff in your head, you're like, you're ready, but like you can relax a bit. You have time to breathe. You can think about and reflect on yourself and you can almost better yourself every day. Graduation day was a lot. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. You find immense pride in yourself once you've completed boot camp. I mean, it is a lot of pride. And once you get home, things have changed, but not for the worse. And you get used to it, and the daily tasks in your life get a lot easier. Um, to be honest, so for basic, my graduation, I was excited, right? Um, but it was more of a turning green, so it wasn't. I wasn't an infantryman at that point. So I was, I was becoming a soldier, but I was still excited to go home, you know, go back to high school, do all that. But my graduation for becoming an infantryman, it was held at um, NIM, National Infantry Museum. It was, I was filled with pride. I was like, I've finally done something that I could be really proud of, becoming an infantryman. Um, and then, you know, just that whole day was kind of surreal. It didn't feel real. Like, I just, like, I'm an infantryman now, you know? Didn't feel real at the end. But then, you know, the next day, I was like, okay, I got to go home now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel sorry for the chumps that have to clean this bay when I leave. Um, no, some of the people, you know, they had to wait for their orders. And, and so I, I left the same day of graduation. I was a um, uh, personal vehicle. Parents were driving me home. And um, so I felt kind of bad for the guys I had to stay behind. But honestly, I woke up and I was like, this is the last time I'm ever going to set foot in here. This is the last memory I'm going to have of this bay. Um, you know, we were already taking our bags downstairs, uh, that morning. And so, you know, that was the last time I was going to see it. And I still remember just thinking I did it. I, I won. And I keep saying I won. And it's because all throughout basic, I kept thinking of it as a game. You know, the, 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 the drill sergeants basic, it's all playing a game with me. Am I going to lose and succumb to weakness and quit? Or am I going to win? And am I going to succeed? And I succeeded. Finally, like that's the only thing you could think of was just you were just happy. You're with your family. You're just just having fun with your family. Like you're actually able to eat real food um, and just enjoy the moment. I'm excited to go eat. <laughs> <laughs> that's two comments about food so far. Yeah, that is the second one. <laughs> yes, I was excited to go eat because, well, the food wasn't too bad, but obviously I missed fast food. And just, like, being out there, you know, being able to go where I want and, like, not having to be told where to go at the time. Like, I did have a time to come back to, but throughout the day I didn't, so it was nice. I was so excited. Never been more excited in my entire life. I, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Was I your family it. able to make it? Yeah, my mom and dad were able to come, and then I had one set of my grandparents that showed up. So, and then I actually had a, I have a buddy of mine that's active duty and he showed up. So it was super cool as well. Um, sadly, right after graduation, the split ops, we got sent off immediately. 
they formed us up right after right as, as soon as the ceremony was done so i didn't get really get to talk to my family but it was still it was the best feeling i've had probably ever so so what advice would you give to people who are thinking about joining the idaho army national guard but are letting their fear of basic training overcome them to just make the commitment just make it sign the paper you never know if you're going to like it till you do it it's a new experience you're not going to get anywhere else you're not going to get to do these things like shoot a gun or throw grenades anywhere else besides this i mean you get to jump off of 50 feet walls and stuff it's a lot of fun so i just would say commit to it and go through with it i would say it's not that bad just wake up do what you need to do it's the easiest time of your life you're told what uniform you need to wear what time you need to show up somewhere you get three meals a day three hot meals a day it's honestly the easiest job i've ever had and it's the easiest time i've ever had because you're told everything you're going to do. You know your schedule in advance, and the tasks aren't so difficult that it's impossible, but it's difficult in the sense that you get a challenge and you get pride in that challenge and overcoming that challenge. It's never as bad as it seems. That's that's the first one. Um, you know, embrace... There's a saying we have in the military, embrace the suck. I'm not going to sugarcoat it and say, you know, it's going to be fairy tales and unicorns you, you know you're not going to get cake every day and, and be able to go and watch tv i'm not going to sugarcoat it. it it's going to be hard but you if you want it and if you want it hard enough look in your future and say why am i joining the guard why am i thinking about joining the guard is it college great you know is it for pride and country fantastic is to honored one you know those who have fallen before me amazing keep that use it as motivation and just say, it, it might get bad, it might be hard, but I'm going to succeed and I'm going to get through this. Just do it. It's yeah. like, don't, don't think, because the more you think, the more you're going to try and give up on that hope. And like the benefits worth it, like schooling, they pay for, they pay for everything in full. Like, and the benefits outweigh the cons 100%. Keep your mind, your, your eyes on the prize. Yeah. Very good. It's really not that hard. It's, it's like, my drills and sergeants were saying it's we're just messing with their mind it's all a mind game there just go there show up be correct don't don't mess around listen and you'll get through it just think about the next meal think about the next sunday and it'll go by fast if you're fearing it that's the exact reason why you should go because always try to better yourself overcome your fears and just better yourself overall when you overcome a fear, I feel like that's when you grow. And that and I, that's what I thought of basic training as, like I was growing. Ignore their fears, because I mean, everyone has fears, everything, you know, doing something new is going to be terrifying, but you just got to send it and, you know, you're going to enjoy it. it. The big change, it's a really big change, but it's amazing. It feels good when you're done and you feel a sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm.